0: Today's topic for you is <laughs> the Royal Navy. So get out the rum, sodomy and the lash. England <laughs> expects every man and Jen to do their duty. Hit me with your best facts. Big fact Hi there, sailors. Welcome back to the Big Fact Hunt. Today, we are indulging on the topic of the Royal Navy. Joining me on this big fact hunt are Tom Adams, Sam Smith and Jen Jewell. And we're going to delve into all kinds of facts about everyone's favorite, except um, everyone's (laughs) favorite Royal Navy. So over to you, Tom, for our first fact of the day.
1: My first fact, and I'm very happy at this one, is that the first first sea lord was called John Fisher
2: oh that's great <laughs> oh.
1: which is great in new zealand because sea lord is a fishing company yeah. um yeah <laughs> so the first first sea lord is called john fisher or john Abuthnot fisher first baron fisher what was that middle name a Abuthnot. Abuthnot. a not that was Abuthnot. that was my
3: parents nickname for me when i was a fetus in utero because you smell like fish yeah there's a house in Hong Kong or Singapore called a bath not house, and they thought it was a really funny name, so that was what they called me when I was a bump.
2: Oh, fair mm. enough. weird. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah. I thought Jean was going to be like, it's just a really classic name in the UK, like Bambagaskoin. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. you leave Bambagaskoin alone.
2: I love Bambagaskoin. <laughs> and over to Sam. Did you know, in the Royal Navy, there is a much higher chance of you being a cockchafer? That did. is because. There were, there was That's not one, not two, not three, but four HMS Cockchafers.
0: I believe it's it was a it? beetle, a, a kind it, of bug, like what? Like it's po- not a bug; it doesn't have sucking parts like an actual insect, a beetle. Are you saying um, McCartney, Lennon,
2: Harrison, and Cockchafer? <laughs> because it's not; it's Ringo.
0: It was the fifth beetle.
2: <laughs> that was. I, I also pe- love that. Pe- love pe- the kidneys gone. That uh, that. It, Cockchafers can't be beetles because they don't have sucking mouth parts which is a great way to get a cockchafer <laughs> <can't be> <laughs> i also found a, an, a bunch of funny names for these boats there's the hms bat which is quite funny because it can't fly and and it came in before they brought in radar so that's quite funny i found i found <laughs> uh, another one which was called the hms black joke which was an anti-slavery boat and it saved oh i wrote down the number it saved 4,080 people from slavery, but it was called the HMS Black Joke, which is, uh, (laughs) um, the the HMS Beaver and the HMS
0: Spanker. What about about the HMS Pinafore?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I went to see HMS Pinafore at the Savoy Theatre in London, and it was boring.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You need to know all the songs.
3: Be bored at the Savoy, there's so much to look at just in the theater, it's just covered in guilt every last (laughs) centimeter of the ceiling.
0: Sam was actually in the Savoy restaurant,
3: (laughs) yeah. This shows it looks
2: like a meal. (laughs)
0: Ken, what is your fact?
3: British sailors are such lushes that they once drank corpse juice to get a buzz on. Uh,
0: Corpse
1: juice,
3: yes. Who among us
1: has not drunk corpse juice?
3: (laughs) Well, so there's a saying in the navy if you have a tot of like rum or whiskey or whatever, any kind of strong liquor. It's called tapping the admiral, Ooh. and apparently this is because when Nelson was, when Lord Admiral Nelson was killed in battle at the Battle of Trafalgar, in order to preserve his body for the state funeral that he was inevitably going to get, they put his body into a barrel of rum to preserve it for the journey home. Because Trafalgar is quite a long way from England by steamship, or no, flagship, sail. sail We're talking
2: about Trafalgar is right in the middle of London, Trafalgar Square. <laughs>
3: Um, at that stage, it was just called Square. It was very confusing for a friend because it's <laughs> where actually is, round.
2: Where is Trafalgar? I've got no idea where that is. Oh, uh,
0: Trafalgar is off the coast of is Spain. It Italy?
3: Oh, Spain. It was not a quick journey, and he would have gotten stinky and manky by the time they got him back. Mm. So they stuck him in a barrel of rum, thinking the alcohol would preserve him, got him back to London, and when they unpacked the barrel, they realized there was significantly less rum in the barrel than when they had put him in.
2: Because the Nelson was is, alive and he was drinking it? <laughs>
3: he He actually drowned it's really sad no um the sailors had been siphoning off some of the rum (laughs) for their own use (laughs) but it's almost certainly not true there are versions of this story going back hundreds of years before nelson and the battle of trafalgar there's a great one about a couple who buy a an old pub and then they cut into a barrel that was left behind and find half a monkey inside oh, yep it's it's an old folk oh, tale but i just yum. really like that but in the navy to this day if you have a wee shot of something strong they refer to it as tapping the admiral because of that story so even though it's likely not true they embrace it
1: i gotta say tapping the admiral sounds like something that would involve a cocktail
2: <laughs> kenny can i point out that jenny jen's fact was not true and so it should be deducted points. My, Thank fact, you.
3: my fact is true that they call it Tapping the Admiral and I explained the mm-hmm. origin of that story.
2: I just think it's based on lies
0: and like untruths <laughs> so it's probably not as I'll expected. allow it because it's gross.
3: Tim,
0: so, <laughs> yes. yes. oh. it's your turn to give us a fact.
2: Okay so you know the song In the Navy by the Village People. I know about the American Navy but I'm going broad here. Um, so that song is an absolute banger um it uh it was actually commissioned by the navy they called up the village people and said hey you know how you have that great song ymca that really um uh worked as a great publicity drive for for the ymca can you do one for us the navy and the village people said yeah of course we can and so they the navy invited the village people on board their ships in san diego to make this big spectacular um video i'm not sure if you've seen it but it's super massive and super awesome and super gay and because of that the navy didn't realize that the village people were really associated with the with the gay community and so they never used it as an ad the village people just kept the music video and surprise did
3: did they hear ymca (laughs) did they see the village people like
2: they just thought it was a wonderful ad for the Young Men's Christian Association. Yeah. And yeah, thought None. we could do the same thing with the Navy. So the, the U.S. Navy accidentally <laughs> made a gay music video. Uh,
0: did they actually ring up the village people and say, we want you, we want you, we want you. <laughs> and they
2: said, wait, 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 I'll write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Further fact, in the Navy, you can sail the seven seas. And I was like, what are the seven seas? So I looked it up. Oh it's it's the Indian Sea which is actually an ocean the Arctic Sea which is also an ocean it is the um Indian, the southern ocean which is an ocean um the North Pacific the South Pacific the North Atlantic <laughs> and the South Atlantic so all of them are
0: oceans but it sounds cool and that's the main thing <laughs> <laughs> So Ken um, so, over to you for another fact or gross thing <laughs>
3: Well, actually i want to build on sam's fact because as he said in the navy you can sail the seven seas and i wanted to find out how easy it would be to sail the seven seas and as sam said it's cheating because they're all the same sea and also most of them are oceans <laughs> but i found out that it would have been really really easy for the ancient greeks to sail the seven seas because as far as they were concerned it was the aegean the adriatic the mediterranean the black the red the caspian and the persian gulf all of which are like next to each other <laughs> um but also the seven seas almost always included rivers in the old days so the persian seven seas mostly rivers the greek seven seas to get to the last three the red the caspian and the persian gulf you would have to go on a river to get to the sea and two of them are landlocked otherwise so i don't know what the purpose would be of sailing there But it's probably a little bit of a misnomer because seven seas is just like a fun phrase and it just means like all of the waters but it just alliterates nicely in english so
0: does the royal navy go to those seven seas is what i want to know
3: almost certainly not (laughs) but much like having the north atlantic and the south atlantic um i think it's the aegean the adriatic and the mediterranean at least if not also the black sea are all part of the same body of water so it's just like one bay is the Adriatic, and then the next bay is the Aegean. It's really cheating. Like it would, you could do it in, I reckon, a couple of days. Have you have mm-hmm.
2: you heard that theory that um, the Straits of Gibraltar that was a basically a, a hill or something that had blocked <gasps> <Yes>. it all? <laughs> so all yeah. of that is just land, and then when yeah. that broke Jordan. through, boom, the water came through. That's what gives yeah. you the flood of a Noah's Ark. And all the yes. stories have come back from that. That's what people we, say, so Kenny, cold. you can go like yeah. this, but it's what yeah. they it, said on a podcast they <laughs> listened to two yeah. years ago.
0: Facts so, it, 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 and gross things are our wheelhouse, not <laughs> mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Tom, can you give us a fact about the Royal Navy, please?
1: I can. I can can tell you about one of the worst planes. I can tell you about submarine planes, which is the greatest discovery. Um, Is that, yeah, so they had these planes that were designed to be kept inside of submarines so that when the submarine came up, the plane would, they would fly it away. Um, And they had the one called, was called the Pato. And it was a tiny plane and had little foldable wings and um the idea was that you'd come up and you'd like unfold it but they're trying to do it as fast as they could and so there's this one submarine that came up and there's like some ships watching from the side and the ship came up and the plane went (laughs) (laughs) and then the submarine went because because they had opened the hangar doors too early and the entire bay flooded with water and the entire submarine sunk and i uh, 62 men lost their lives
3: oh, no. it's funny. that was really funny until that funny. point
1: sorry i'm actually wrong there's only 60 sailors
3: uh, as long as it wasn't 69 because that would be funny why would that yeah, be funny uh, it would be great it's yeah. the sex number
0: oh nice yeah. There are definitely more planes in the ocean than there are submarines in the sky. So, <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> so was that the Royal Navy, though, Tom? I, it was the
2: Royal oh, Navy. It was
0: the Royal Navy. Very we should good. clear that up, the shouldn't we? The,
2: the Royal yeah. Navy is the navy of Britain, uh, as, as they were taking technically over the, world. the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth, yes. So you're the absolutely New Zealand
3: right. Royal Navy, the Australian Royal Navy, yes. the Canadian Royal Navy—all in service to the same but different queens. Yes. And if you um, want to hear more yeah. about that. Listen
2: to
0: our episode about Queen Elizabeth II. Um. Jen, it's your turn for another fact.
3: Do you want cats or ghosts?
0: I want Mm -hmm. Royal Navy (laughs) facts.
3: No, but they're all Royal Navy facts. Do you want Royal Navy facts featuring cats or featuring ghosts?
0: Cats, always.
3: Cats, okay. So obviously, ships' cats are a common pet because they keep the mice down. Um, but there are some more unusual mascots, which is the fancy word for I'm not allowed a pet, so I'm calling it a mascot, um, including Mongoose. The During a visit to Rio de Janeiro, HMS Jaguar was presented with a live jaguar as Great. a pet. Great. Uh, oh, and yeah. also, on the submarine, HMS Andrew, serving in the Far East, was Percy the Python. I'm going to reiterate that. <laughs> on a submarine yeah good <laughs> yep. the thing is... unfortunately they banned pets in 1975 so no more jaguars or pythons <laughs> on your submarine
1: being a jaguar on a ship would be so much worse than being a python in a submarine because <laughs> the jaguar knows that there's water all around it the, the python's like
2: i'm just in a big box <laughs> i know a fact about jaguars the um the argentinian Rugby team is the the jaguars in Haguari. um, the super rugby. They have a jaguar on their um, on their shirt, um, but people didn't know what jaguars were, so they called the team the pumas. And Tom, can is you is that con- why they called the pumas? Yeah, Tom, can you confirm that pumas and jaguars are different? Well, no, actually, they do belong to the puma family. Jaguar is part of the puma family. Okay, so it's not not as funny as I thought it was. Thanks. Cool. Let's move on.
3: Well, I have a funny animal mix-up story. So you know the famous Royal Navy mascot, um, Polaris Jack. Yes. Yeah. What kind of animal was he? Dolphin. No, he was two bulldogs. Ha! What? No, in
1: a, in a dolphin
2: costume. Polaris. Ah. Polaris, Polaris is
3: just so, by Polaris, Nelson. Polaris I know this. Jack. Polaris Jack is a famous dolphin who would guide mariners through Cook Strait, which is the strait between the North and South Islands in New Zealand, Te Waka Maui and to Ika'o Maui. Um, but when New Zealand built a warship for the Royal Navy, we called it HMS New Zealand, super like, in, inventive. Name. Um, and the mascots of HMS New Zealand were two Bulldogs, both called Polaris Jack. Oh. 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 Polaris Jack hmm. the dolphin didn't sell out to the man, he was his own dolphin.
0: Oh. next up is tom who's also been known to lure me with an animal fact or two
1: the Royal navy, uh, Royal navy is kind of responsible for quite a lot of things um including lots of expeditions such as the expedition where james cook uh was you know one of the, the first white people to, to arrive in new zealand but also was the hms beagle and the journey of darwin and in that journey where the seeds of evolution were uh, planted um he accidentally ate a new bird species uh, and didn't realize that he'd eaten the new bird species until after he finished, and then sent the leftovers home to be to be preserved. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, it like how
3: they they tried to bring back the Galapagos tortoise. They tried to bring back a specimen of the Galapagos tortoise, but they couldn't because they were too yummy. But <laughs> <laughs> so they kept eating was, them before they got home. They just stack like, oh, them
2: no. up. I'm like that yeah. when I'm
0: trying to get fried chicken home. Have any mascots been eaten, going back to your... um, None that I've seen. Did anyone on the the HMS Andrew eat a python? (laughs) (laughs) Wink, nudge, nudge. They had some really
3: long sausages one night and then he was never seen again, but I don't know what the story behind that was.
2: Kenny, I love the fact that you just said eat a python and then you went wink, wink, nudge, nudge, which is two
0: Monty Python references.
2: Very good. (laughs) Uh,
0: Sam, can you finish off the third round with another animal fact, or have you got another Royal Navy fact to lay on us today? Both. Okay. What's your favorite <gasps> striped animal? And it has to be a zebra.
2: I
3: guess.
0: Z- okay. Zebra. okay,
2: so zebra. <laughs> In World War One, the Royal Navy camouflaged their ships as zebras.
0: This is dazzle paint, well, right? dazzle This is
2: dazzle paint. camouflage, this is right. So they use big, like, black and white striped things on it. It looks so awesome. It kind of looks like like that, but with stripes. And they used it on the idea that the, um, that from a distance, you wouldn't be able to tell how far away they were, how fast they were moving. It wasn't about hiding and blending with the surroundings um, as the sort of the gray that they paint them now is. Yes, it was invented in Britain and it was used in World War One by Churchill, who was the, the head of the Navy. Um, and the quote was, success was, at best, mixed. So I don't think it works too well.
0: Did any of those ships get eaten by lions during World War One?
2: Zero.
1: There you go. Uh, it so it works. Uh, but yeah, Bikini, you know that that's maybe not the reason why zebras are striped. I think it's I know the this. Stripes.
2: I think yeah. zebras are striped because they don't—they want to stay hidden. They don't want to be spotted no no. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> no it's so that you know when to cross you're actually gonna have to ride a zebra across the road um no the, the theory is that the, the stripes are actually um just there's some, something about the kind of the contrast which makes kind of disrupts fly behavior and so flies are less likely to land on stripy um hair than in stripy skin than non. which is
0: <laughs> tom oh. it is your turn again
1: the dutch once stole royal charles royal and
3: charles King. who's royal and charles King, in
0: a boat and it was stolen. a ship <laughs> no <laughs> a boat.
3: Boat, boat face
1: so this is uh the raid of medway um so uh it's really hard keeping track of just how many countries the uk has gone to war with but this is when they're fighting the dutch and probably a bunch of other people but this is during the second anglo-dutch war so there was a first um and uh at that point the the uk was basically Bankrupt, uh, and and the navy wasn't was kind of put on ice, and the Dutch basically just sailed up a river around a chain, past like a, a fortress, w- obliterated the navy, and then just towed away the flagship of the entire navy, which was called HMS Royal Charles, just like, do, 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 do. Uh, and, and that was it. So yeah, the the, the Dutch once stole Royal Charles, <laughs> and, and you that's know amazing.
0: that's why that's why they installed the um. The protective ears on the new <laughs> <cult>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the radar system. Away. Those dastardly dust. um. So, Sam, your turn to give us a fact.
2: So, we were just talking about um, of James Cook. He was, of course, a member of the Royal Navy, and he um, he was killed in Hawaii. And oh, num, at, num, num, and num. at that place, oh no, he wasn't numbed. They just boiled his boiled his body to get the meat off the bones. But then, um, the thing about it is where he was killed there is an obelisk there a big old stone thing that sits there and underneath that obelisk is officially still to this day british territory it is the only british territory in all of the usa and it is at the spot, at the point where captain james cook was cooked i've, I've got to
1: think that i'm disappointed i'm not angry but i am disappointed because sam do you know what day Captain Cook was killed? St. Valentine's Day. What? Mm. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's why we that... celebrate the 14th of February with delicious chocolates, because we're miming eating the flesh of a colonizer.
0: Mm. Is, oh, is that why Valentine's good. restaurant has like the cavalry section and yeah. everything? With miscellaneous
3: yeah. meats, yeah.
2: And their butter statue. It's yeah. margarine. Oh. <laughs> Kenny, can we get a point off Tom? Because he said it was a butter <laughs> statue and not a margarine statue. <laughs>
0: yeah i'll allow it damn it
3: um also point of order isn't technically every british embassy also british soil so wouldn't the british embassy in this has been on
0: qa and and they said no so i think no so (laughs) so
2: i guess that's another point off jen there
0: (laughs) that's pretty rough guys (laughs) jen it is your turn to give us a fact please
3: i'm going for ghosts so the navy the royal navy has previously taken documented evasive action to avoid a collision with a ghost ship
2: whoa
3: so a bit of backstory the hms eurydice was caught in a heavy snowstorm off the isle of Wight in 1878 and only two of the ships 319 personnel survived one of the witnesses to the disaster winston churchill who was a toddler who lived on the isle of Wight when he was a little boy in a place called ventnor and he would then grow up to become the commander of the Royal Navy, presumably because he was so traumatized by the sinking of the HMS Eurydice. And the Eurydice has been seen as a ghost ship for many, many years subsequently, including by Prince Edward in 1998, when he was filming a TV show in the Isle of Wight, and also Commander F. Lipscomb of a Royal Navy submarine, which took evasive action from the ship only for the ship to disappear.
0: Whoa. I can't eat your ghost submarine. ships. <laughs> How does it go? The ghost ship is underwater already, so it's probably not a threat, right? <laughs> no, the
3: ghost ship was on top of the water and the submarine was coming along on top of the water and it went <laughs> to go under the ship. But but yeah, and back up and the ship was gone.
0: It's not a face of action, it's just a submarine.
3: A face of screen. action is when
2: you moved your course to not hit something, so it is. Mm.
0: Yep. Um. Your quick fire Royal Navy facts, please. Over to you, Sam. The
2: Royal Navy um, fought in the Anglo-Zanzibar War of 1896, which reports vary, but it lasted either between either 38 minutes or 42 minutes. 500 Zanzibaris died or were injured, and one Brit was injured. Needless to say, the Royal Navy won that one. Have
0: you heard of the Cod Wars? Oh, the
3: yeah. Icelandic ones.
0: Yes, yeah, so the Royal Navy also fired on Icelandic trawlers who were legally taking... Co- and yeah, nearly heated up. But yeah, yep. back in the seventies. That would have cooked the cod. That would have smelled delicious. <laughs>
3: <Yum>. smelt delicious.
2: <laughs> yeah, smelt good. I like it. <laughs> oh, good pun! Can I just point out um, that I said the pun, <laughs> so
0: I should get the point yeah, but I it.
3: I flagged it. Um, he smelt it. Be- dealt
0: it <laughs> Oh.
3: The Royal Navy has a bunch of superstitions, some of which um, are a little bit interesting. So throwing an old broom overboard in the direction that you need wind can summon wind from that direction. Um, <laughs> some are quite morbid. So if you bring flowers on board, they're destined to be a wreath for one of the sailors in the ship's company. Um, but some of them don't really seem like superstitions, like it's not lucky to lose a mop or a bucket overboard, which just seems like <laughs> an accurate situation of the ship's stores. Um, and also. It's unlucky to wear the clothes of a sailor who has died at sea while the voyage is in progress, which also seems just sensible.
0: Yeah, don't <laughs> <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> <I> wear <want to laughs> dead people's them.
3: clothes. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, Tom, can you round us off with one last fact? I can.
1: On a similar vein to, to Jen's uh, naval slang, so uh, what Next do we speak. think a shite? What do we think a shite hawk is? Uh, just a Someone sparrow. knocks
3: out the latrines.
1: That's a seagull uh what do I you think, think sparrow a sun... that's quite close it's not the same uh what do you think a sun dodger is uh,
2: submarine a cloud yes,
1: submarine guy um uh, what do you think a woolly pulley is switcher jumper yeah it's just a jumper i don't know i just say what woolly jumper but woolly put the old woolly pulley on and what would i woolen pullover. And what would i get in chad valley uh, oh. dick pics I mean, sort of, uh, swole. Um, No, uh, I would get stuff that is not very good, uh, lesser quality. So Chad Valley is not a good
2: place to get stuff. I don't
1: know where it comes from. Is that just them shading
3: on somewhere in like rural England or something?
2: Oh Chad's in Africa. Chad, yeah, the country. (laughs) Oh
1: yeah. Everyone's
3: favorite quiz, geography quiz round answer.
1: Once again, I assumed that they were up with modern slang and not just being racist, sorry guys.
3: (laughs)
0: Oh. So, we've run through lots and lots of facts today. So, going through the rounds, I've separated things out into my favorite fact per round, which were first round, corpse juice, absolutely oh, delicious. Yeah, <laughs> Second submarine. round, um, submarine planes. Oh, man, nice. Who's winning that battle? Um, the third round, animal round, my favorite. Um, I went with the hms andrew and python and
3: <laughs> percy um, the python
0: percy the python mostly because i was thinking of is it named after pizza express andrew um <laughs> <laughs> which just adds a layer of complexity i
3: don't think so because that would have been a very sweaty situation and famously he's yeah. incapable of that so. <laughs> surely can't be
0: then i had cook cooked on the only bit of uk territory (laughs) in the us yes and then i went with naval slang just because some of it sounds filthy which is great (laughs) (laughs) all those what is my favorite fact i think that it is the corpse juice
2: Uh, um, very good nice work jen
3: Thanks, I'd like to thank the Royal Academy um, of Naval Science and um, just really, yeah, want to um, not wear dead people's clothes because that's gross, don't do that. Don't tell what
0: to do. Really cool, <laughs> so thank you very much for coming along to the Big Fact Hunt. Join us next week where we'll be learning about something that Jen picks. Like, comment, subscribe, share us with all your friends and then go out and listen to Royal Britannia a few times and feel proud you're not Spanish or French.